It's another Flyby Friday here at On The Fly Podcast. I'm Tina Hutchison, and this is a conversation just between us. I hope it serves to remind you of your purpose, keep you inspired as you're chasing your dreams, and as you're headed toward your weekend, give you some things to think about. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, we are so much better when we do this amazing life together. Wow, it is so good to be back, to be able to say welcome to On The Fly. I took a break from the podcast, needed to get some career things and personal things in place, gain some clarity. I think sometimes we can get so busy and moving so fast that we don't take the time to just sit and listen. And I definitely took that and it's been good. And uh, in just a few weeks, I begin production on Tuesdays at six. It's a documentary film featuring uh, the work that I do with the women of the Tennessee Prison for Women, the Voices of Freedom Choir that I lead in the prison. And so my schedule and my life is going to be owned in a different way due to that project. And I really started thinking, how do I still hold the podcast and honor this other work and all the responsibilities that will come with it? And here's our new format. We will post a new episode once per week. Two times a month, you're going to get a fly-by Friday. They'll probably be slightly longer than they have been. It'll be a time for me to have a conversation with you and just talk about, you know, what I'm learning, what I'm experiencing, just some insights. I really do do those on the fly. I don't spend arduous hours trying to plan. I just want to open up my heart and whatever is sitting closest to the surface is what generally will end up on on uh, uh, the recording. Uh, and then twice a month, I will interview amazing people and introduce you to some incredible friends. I've got some great interviews coming up that I already have recorded and ready to go with some incredible people that we can all glean from. Again, you know, I find that there's so much value in just taking a moment with someone, listening to them tell a portion of their story. Obviously, in 30 minutes or so, you're not going to get a big sweeping view, but you're going to get just kind of looking through a needle um, and, and a tiny lens and seeing how they've remained victorious or how they survived when they walked through something so difficult. And we can take from that and really apply it to our own lives. That lights my fire. I love that. So uh, four four times per month, once a week, you're going to hear from On The Fly. We're so glad that you continue to keep us as a part of your personal conversation uh, between your ears when you plug in those earbuds and uh, and let us ride along with you while you're on the fly in your own life. Today, I started thinking uh, just... You know what do I what do I want to say as my welcome back? What do I want to uh, to reveal? And I really think that I'm speaking the most truth from where I'm at currently. If I talk about how I finally got to this place and the journey of what it is to be the the person who keeps your flame alive, because truly we are the only ones who can hold on to our internal flame and keep it lit, full of purpose and full of passion, even in a torrential downpour. And I'm telling you, sometimes it's been just a flicker of light and it's been even in the darkest of night, I could barely see it, you know? But I've maintained that for year after year after year uh, in many times what would I would consider to be many uphill battles, lots of no's, hearing no multiple times over and over, uh, delayed yeses. Uh, the, just the yes for the film took seven years. I had eight 
meetings over seven years with the most influential people in corrections in the state of Tennessee. And those faces changed as new commissioners came on board, new wardens were brought in for the state. I would have to go and once again, tell my story, once again, ask permission. And we had so many stops and starts along the way. And there were times I really thought this is never going to happen. And I want to lay down and give up. But then I would think I would come back to the core flame inside of myself. And I really believe that we arrive here with a set DNA, a core value, if you will, or a core purpose that that we're here for. Our personality makeup, um, our desires, our natural bent leans us into this particular thing. But I know that even though that foundation, I believe, remains pretty intact, many of the ways that it's built upon does change and shift with every passing year, getting older, gaining new perspective. Um, there's an evolution that we all go through. But at the end of the day, we go to sleep with and wake up with ourselves and our purpose. Sometimes we, we put our purpose on the shelf, we go through things and we kind of let it go, but it, it still finds us, you know, I, I've run from mine and it, it tags along in your backpack emotionally, I'm telling you, I, I could not escape it if I tried. And so finally, I've learned what it is to lean into it and to be outrageous enough to believe that even when all of the evidence appears impossible in my life, that these pieces, uh, these puzzle pieces are going to come together. I was uh, flying to California recently and I had a gentleman sitting next to me. He was playing a game, a puzzle game on his iPhone and he was flipping over the puzzles virtually, you know, the pieces, and then he'd move them around until they almost clicked in place. And then he'd go to the next one. And he had grouped them as he pulled out a broader view for me because I'm always nosy and I start asking people questions. But he pulled out a broader view and began showing me that, well, you see, here's all the blue and here's the green and the yellow. And so I've grouped them by color when I flipped them all over. And now I'm beginning to put them together. And I feel like life is like that. We are looking at all of these multiple pieces on top of a table. And, and first the job is, you know, flip them all over so you don't have the cardboard side showing. You, you now have the color or the image in, in tiny sections. And then you spend enough time beginning to group certain parts together, certain areas of the puzzle that seem like they go together, those shades of blue or green and, and yellow. And then you begin putting the edges around, finding those, those straight edges, and you create the border around the puzzle or you start with the inside. However you do it, you have to get to the point where you begin putting the pieces together. And it takes a lot of courage to continue moving those pieces around when it feels like nothing is fitting. And so I wanted to tell you three different things that I do when I walk through uh, rejection or delays or um, even even just feeling like it's not coming together and that frustration that rises in you when you're just waiting, you just want something to fit, something to make sense on this journey that you're on so you feel like you're getting somewhere, you know, you're, you're gaining some ground on some level. First of all, I think when you are confronted with those delays and those frustrations, those rejections, you have to face it and you have to feel it. It is, it is counterproductive to just shove 
all of those feelings down and not acknowledge them and look at them and deal with them. Uh, it is so important that you look at it and listen. There's a learning possibility in every delay. There's a learning possibility in every rejection. And if you do not take the time to really run through those conversations, look at the situation, what could you have done differently? How can you learn? How can you apply the things you've learned for the, for the next, you know, the next set of circumstances down the road? you do yourself a great disservice. You can't just brush those things off. Um, it's really important that you face what they are, the information that came to you, even if it's wrong, you still have to face it and feel what it stirred up in you. If it made you sad, if it made you feel small, insignificant, like you'd never get there, whatever those feelings are, those, those feelings are very important and it's important to acknowledge them and move through them so that you don't get stuck. Getting stuck means you're never going to get there, but moving through it, even when it hurts, you slog through that pain. It means you have a better opportunity to see these things come to fruition down the road. And after I do that, you know, I, I will be extremely vulnerable here and tell you that within the last month, I met with an agent who works with speakers because I'm seeking to get in the speaking circuit. And um, when I made mention that I wanted to speak to college students, this particular gentleman literally looked me from the top of my head down to my feet and back up again and said, well, let me stop you right there. Number one, you're too old. Number two, you're not relevant. And number three, just looking at you, you're nowhere near edgy enough to hold the attention of a group of college students. And uh, I will tell you that it was about 30 minutes worth of those kinds of limited uh, beliefs or limited thinking. Now, there is value let me, let me say this. There is value when you're speaking with an expert who has wisdom in a certain field, you cannot negate that. And I am not negating that he does have wisdom and I'm not negating that he has experience. He works with very, very uh, famous speakers. And so, yes, he has a bed of information and experience that he's speaking out of. But he was also limited in the way he could see me. And I knew it. And so there were many things that he said during that conversation, and it made me feel extreme uh, rejection. And in that very moment, I literally thought, well, am I crazy, crazy for wanting to do any of these things with my life? I mean, good grief, you know, wow, you know, this evaluation is, uh, it's pretty bleak in the way he painted everything. But then deeper inside myself, I have to remember who I am. And so that's the second thing. While you're facing it and feeling it, you move into a place where you remember your why. Why you do what you do. Why you continue to push yourself. You have to find and identify a really strong why. Because if you don't have that true north, you will wander everywhere through man's opinion of you and never, ever land where you're supposed to be because you're lost in following a bunch of false Norths. You know, you have this fake compass. It's not that he didn't possess some wisdom because he did. He didn't convey it very well. I will say he could use a lot of um, growth in how to relate to people in a non-demeaning manner. However, I have to look at the true North inside my own soul at my why 
and I have to get back on course. So when we finished that, that interview and, and that conversation, we were at a Starbucks. I got up and I excused myself from the table after he left. I walked into the bathroom, closed the door behind me, took the sink and held it with my hands because I felt very overwhelmed. And I looked at myself in the eyes and I said, you are here with purpose. You are called for this. This is why you're here. It's how you're designed. Remember who you are, Tina. Remember who you are. And I walked out of that room and I felt a a renewed sense of getting back to my why. Now, I will tell you over the weeks, I did evaluate the things he said and I moved them through a sifter to find what will I keep and what will I toss away. I kept very little, but there was still value in it. And so I'm grateful for the experience. And I found the anchor. I found the true north in my compass of my why. And then I used what I'd learned and that experience as fuel for me to keep going, to keep going. I have people around me who are fuel for me. They will speak truth into my life. They're hard on me sometimes. Um, They're incredibly direct about, you know, what they see are my weaknesses, what they see are my strengths. And I'm so grateful for them. I have to go to the places where there's fuel for me. You have to use, after you feel it and face it and you, you identify that why again, then you have to refuel. I refuel with the, the individuals who speak into my life. I speak into my own life. I read incredible things. I, I lean into beautiful teachers that give me wisdom and give me insight and inspiration. And I also use, for me personally, music is a very big tool. And so I turn it up really loud And I sing my heart out and I declare over my own life that I will not give up, that I know I'm here. And part of my purpose is to help change the world through my acts of kindness and generosity and love that my singular life can make a difference in the bigger picture of what society is if I am willing to stay the course. Now, my dream has shifted over the years. It looks different today than it did when I was 19 and wanted that big record deal and wanted to be, you know, in music videos and all of those things. It has shifted, yes, but my purpose remains the same. I want desperately to make a difference. I want to be love with skin. I want to walk through this planet and assign value to people that are often forgotten. I want to shine a light on the dark corners inside a soul where they're so scared to look and remind them of their worth and their value. My why is my fuel. And the people around me who love me and speak life into me, they fill me up even more. But at the end of the day, that flame that flame that flickers inside of me, that is my job to sit with my creator and keep that little flame going. And one day, I believe I'm going to be bold enough to say that it's going to be a beautiful fire and it's going to, uh, it's going to illuminate a lot, of, uh, a lot of lives and make a genuine impact. And it already has, I know that, but an even greater impact because I have refused to give up. I don't know what flame you're carrying. I don't know what purpose sits on your life. I know we all come here with purpose, for purpose. Um, But I, I hope that this has inspired you to not sit it down, but to continue to deal with and hold on to and dream and believe for the very things that you're fighting for and uh, to not quit. Don't give up. 
Uh, don't give up. It is darkest right before the dawn. And I can tell you that just within the context of my film, uh, believing for something year after year after year after year, when it looked like it would never come to pass, that tenacity uh, is going to uh, come to fullness as I walk in the walls of the Tennessee Prison for Women with a film crew. And we get to tell a story of magnificent love, magnificent hope. And I get to be a part of that. If I had quit with my first no, then no one would hear my story. But because I did not stop, there will be people who will listen and they will be changed as a result. So I say to you, don't quit. Feel it. Face it. Learn from it. Find your why. Write it down. Sit it on a note card. Keep it around you. And then use all of the people and the tools around you as your fuel to fill yourself up again so you can get right back out there and accomplish your purpose. Thank you so much for listening. It is my joy to share with you uh, my own life journey and the things that I, I am forever a student, man. I'm, I'm continuing to learn. So I wish for you an incredible weekend, one filled with purpose and passion while you keep running after the thing that only you can do. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great one.